Welcome, Whovians. This is Woke Doctor Who. This podcast is about race and representation in Doctor Who. If that's not where you're here, bye. But if you are here for passionate discussions about race, gender, sexual orientation, etc., then allons-y. If your kids are any younger than kind of teenaged, this is probably not the place for them. We're not promising to be tame in the future, you guys. Okay, so this is at least a PG-13 podcast. (laughs) At least. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to a long-awaited episode of Woke Doctor Who. I'm I'm Eugenia. (laughs) I'm not Eugenia. My God. And I'm Toya. (laughs) That's how long it's been since we've done an episode that we don't even know our own names anymore. Okay, let's try this again. I am Toya. And I'm Eugenia. (laughs) Welcome back to a... Already hilarious episode <laughs> of Woke Doctor Who. This might be uh, the most laughter that we're going to have in this episode, <laughs> oh, given the subject matter uh-huh. of the podcast episode today, uh, which is the focus on the boyfriend of our least favorite companion, Clara. So today's episode is going to be focused on Danny Pink. Yes, Danny, we hardly knew ye. <laughs> hardly. And that's part of our problem. <laughs> that's part of our problem with the character in general, um, is that it just felt so nothing. Like there was such great potential for the character mm-hmm. and nothing came of it right. at all. Right. And so let's, um, let's go back to like just describing like yes. where, where we met Danny. So we met Danny when Clara in her, I guess, second season mm-hmm. with, um, Peter Capaldi's Capaldi. doctor, yep. um, started teaching at the Cole Hill school. Mm-hmm. Um, so we met him. They had this meet cute because he's a handsome black man. Right. And I mean, he is very he attractive. Is a, he's a nice looking dude. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so they, they're the two young people. Right. Um, at this Cole Hill Academy. And so they meet, um, they try dating, it fails a couple times, and then they end up dating. Right. Um, that's as much as we get for their backstory. Yes. And that is pretty much all, um, all we see. Like, yeah. And, and it is. And I just, ugh. so let's talk about this initial introduction to Danny Pink, right? Because I just, it's fresh in my mind because I just rewatched his entry <laughs> episode today. Um, and and one of the first things we see of him is uh, him going in to kind of check the board in the office or whatever. And the secretary is sitting there and she says, how was your weekend? It was okay. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I read, I bet you did. I did. Yeah, I bet <laughs> I did. And so there's this, this clear indication that he has a reputation around the school. Mm-hmm. Except there's no real evidence of why he would have that reputation. There's no women giving him little glances as if they'd been dating. There's no indication that he's been there a really long time. But he has this 
moniker the lady killer yeah. and so she says it the this older man who maybe is the principal says it at some point um because they actually warn clara about him they say you know watch out for him he's a lady killer and i'm thinking to myself why is he a lady is it just because he's kind of younger and handsome mm-hmm. or has there actually been some stuff wherein he's done something wrong has he just run through all the women in the school you never get any evidence that he has at all but he has a reputation right and it, so much of it like the the thing you know we're here to talk about race yes we and are so one of the things that does bother me is the fact that he is pretty much the only uh person of color that we see that's a teacher there. yes yes he and is. so and then he's a black man yes and we know the stereotypes that are laid on black men yes and so i can't even remember going back to that episode and you might have to check me on this um where I cannot remember when he's introduced to Clara if they say that he's new or she's new. I think they're saying that she is new. I thought so too, but then I swear at some point I listened and he was like the the principal or whoever um headmaster, yeah. I don't know. Um says something along the lines of, "Oh, this is our new maths teacher." And, it might be, but I don't uh... And so like if he's new if in fact he's new, right. how did he get that reputation? right? How do you already think that about him? <laughs> right. um, and I did not get an I did not get the idea that he was brand new because he already had that little class with the soldier right, right, kids right. outside, um, and he seemed to be a little kind of entrenched in the school. Although he might be relatively new, as right. in in the last year he's a right. new math teacher or right. whatever. But I mean, we we see him actually say to Clara avoid this dude watch out for him he's a lady killer it does not sound good no for the new young white girl to be <laughs> completely warned off this black man who's done nothing but walk down the hall right. like he's not done anything to her we don't have any evidence that he's done anything to anybody else and in fact danny is completely awkward right He's really uncomfortable. He's not macking on Clara when no. you meet him. Like that first conversation goes all the way left and she winds up having to be the one to ask him out. Right. So what kind of lady killer can't even talk <laughs> to a woman? What kind of lady killer can't ask anybody on a date? What kind of lady killer goes back to his room and beats his head against the right. desk because he sounded such an idiot? <laughs> what kind of lady killer like turns down her three attempts yes. to ask him out? By saying then- I have some reading to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love I always think back to him going thank you right like <laughs> you just so say thank you and he's like beating his head and she's like is that you or the desk that's making that knocking sound it's it's so it's so kind of cute but also a clear indication that this man is nobody's lady killer right. um but he is some kind of killer because mm-hmm. and the kids are asking him about that immediately have you ever killed a man Mm -hmm. okay you killed a man as a soldier have you ever killed a man not as a soldier right and so here's the initial introduction we get to this black male character Mm -hmm. he kills people as a soldier and maybe indiscriminately not as a soldier and he's sleeping his way through the school. Right. Like those are the initial characterizations we've given of this man. Right. And it it like outside of just all the stereotypes that are being laid on this black man, there's also it brings up the question about stereotypes and how how much um like members of the military are actually mm. in society in yeah. the UK. Right. Cuz like in the US this has been like 
talked about and documented how much, you know, the way, um, you know, military families live on base, mm-hmm. um, the way um, people are recruited to the military, all of that. Um, the way it's uh, it's creating like a warrior class that's Mm -hmm. really separate from the people that are actually making the decisions to send people to war yes yeah and so like i wonder like seeing this is this the same thing in the uk right is like all members of the raf for the army or whatever just completely separate from the rest of um society to the point that having a a teacher that's a former soldier is such an anomaly that kids are like have you killed a man and then are all weirded out when he like gives them a, a genuine response. You right. Know? Yeah. It, it's super weird because the the and the thing that I'm talking about is the kid a kid asks him that first time we yeah. see him, have you ever killed someone? Mm-hmm. And instead of answering, he just stops and gets depressed and cries. Yes. And so it's just sort of like, okay, so like, do you not know, kid, that this might be sensitive for someone who right. ha- is in this? And role? they're not tiny kids. No. Like these kids, this is like high school, right? At so they're old, and en- yeah, they're right. old enough to realize that people would have emotional reactions to right. this kind of stuff. I mean, what? What is this? And like, you know, so much of this, I'm like, okay, like chalking it up to bad writing, maybe, but right. it's just sort of like, why? Like, why? Why are you like? creating this character that's supposed to be involved with um, the companion who is one of two stars of the show yeah. and really shoving him into a box. Right. Like, why are you doing this? You why know? is that the end? That's why is that the personality type you would give to the love interest of Clara? Right. Like a man who kills folks at least for a living. Right. Um, and might be a guy who kind of dates indiscriminately and does whatever kind of like, why is that the kind of person that you would have her attracted to? And clearly he's not that kind of person because even if he's had to kill somebody, he's affected by it. Like right. this is something that really is bothersome to him. Um, it would have been so much more interesting to have entered his life knowing about all of that backstory, like having been shown him as a soldier, having been shown him maybe in therapy or going through the emotional reaction to having had to take lives or to know something. Right. Because all we see is him responding in ways that look like he's being overly angry towards Clara because they got on that date and she makes a stupid joke. Mm -hmm. um, And he, kind of pops off the handle at her. He kind of snaps at her, which is what leads to her making an exit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, everything in his introductory episode is to make him look bad. Right. You know, but we're supposed to like him. Right. You're supposed to like whoever is going to be with your companion, but you make him look like a, like make him sound like a monster. Right. Yeah. And it's so difficult because when we're, when we actually sit here and try to delve into who his character is, I'm really still not sure. Yeah. We don't like, know. We know two things about him. He's a soldier. He's a soldier. And he likes Clara. Yep. And that's it. That's, that's it. Literally all we ever and that's learn supposed about to be him. Enough. And he hates his, his given name, Rupert. You right. Know? Okay. And so it, it's just like, why, why introduce a character that, you know, when it comes down to it, 
takes the doctor to task several times yes. and could have been something that sent the show into a really interesting direction. Mm-hmm. Why even bother introducing him if one, you're just going to not even develop his character and two, you're going to kill him off in a season. Right. You know, and it's so, so frustrating. And the point that I keep coming back to is like, even after spending however many seasons with Clara, like three seasons, mm-hmm. I still don't know who she is because all I know is that everyone thinks that she's amazing mm-hmm. and I, I've never I seen don't, it. But <laughs> I've never seen it at all. Right. And so, you know, when it comes down to it, I really feel like Clara is a Mary Sue. And Danny is what we see when we give a Mary Sue a boyfriend. Right. You know, so this Mary Sue that can do everything and she's amazing. She's perfect. The only role that exists for the boyfriend is to be an archetype mm-hmm. and then really like her. Yep. And that's it. And it's just like, why even why even do this? He has like he he has no association with anybody but Clara. Like right. we don't show him with his family. We don't see this circle of friends. We don't see him going off and being a soldier. We do- we don't see anything. Right. <laughs> like yeah. Everything is who is he to Clara, and even that doesn't seem all that clearly defined. Like yeah. she loves him in three episodes. <laughs> why what like why are you in love how long has it been are you guys really dating because we don't see actually much of their dating life yeah Um, and so and it's difficult because like you know we usually have our segments but we couldn't have any segments there are no segments to have yeah like we'd literally like we'd we'd flip to them and go (laughs) crickets crickets. right like Like, well we can't really talk about his family because he doesn't have one right um although later on you see Orson Pink? Orson Pink. Yes. The the astronaut. So we see Orson Pink, who looks exactly like Danny Pink, although the doctor says he doesn't see it. Um, (laughs) He looks exactly like him. And Orson knows Clara to be his great grandmother or something because they show him with the little Dan Dan the Soldier Man piece that Danny had Mm -hmm. earlier on in his young child um form yes and so we see orson with it orson talks about his great grandparents having been time Time travelers travelers. and this is a family heirloom and so forth so of course clara sees him and realizes this is our descendant Mm -hmm. right and that's just kind of (laughs) dropped that's kind of dropped you know danny Danny has no family Mm mm-hmm and they, we never see a wedding Mm-mm. or anything between Danny and Clara or them having children. We never see any of that happen because Danny dies right. inside of a season. Right. So when did that happen? Right. And how did that happen? Right. And what timeline was that? Right. Has that been erased because right. he dies? Right. Like what it, they, you just drop what could have been a really interesting arc is dropped. Right. Completely. Right. And it's so frustrating because, um, you know, we expect a little more from a show that's that's asking us to do so much as an audience. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this is a sci-fi show that makes us have to remember who we've met mm-hmm. through time and mm-hmm. what storylines are there and what the doctors each are like. Right. So I expect more. I expect that when I've invested this time to actually think about this yeah. show outside of the time I spend watching the show. Right. That the creators and the writers do the same. I expect it's going to come to fruition. Like if I've kept all of these loose right. threads 
in my head. Yeah. I expect that at some point <laughs> I'm going to see the benefit of having kept all of those straight in my head and that we're going to see, oh, okay, we're going to see how this kid comes to be. Eventually we're going to see Clara and Danny. We're going to see their kids. We're going to see this whole family. There's going to be a whole thing. And that does not happen. Not only does it not happen in Danny's arc, but then you think how Clara winds up mm-hmm. further along in the story how in the world would this have ever come to right. be? Because like this is this is basically saying like and it's so frustrating because you're like, I don't even know what to like if if we take it outside of what the wor- world that's presented mm-hmm. us, the mm-hmm. extended world of Doctor Who. Right. Um, like and now we know that Clara has gone off with yes. me or whatever her right. name is. And did she double back in her Right. Time? Like, How did what? this happen? What? But we get nothing. We nothing. get no- like right. it's and, so unresolved. And it's so frustrating because you can't just say impossible girl as an excuse for bad writing. Yeah. You know? And that's 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 what's made Clara is such a frustrating character for for many fans. Yes. Like so many people stopped. Like I have so many people that when I tell them about the podcast, they're like, "Oh, I stopped watching when they had Clara." And I was yep. like, "Well, yeah, so uh, kind of." <laughs> yeah, because I've had to force myself to rewatch some of these episodes. Right. Um, and and I haven't rewatched all of the Danny episodes, but I watched most of them, and I was suffering i was yeah. suffering through it right and i kept messaging you i was like this is so painful it's this awful is so painful. it's awful because i'm and i'm just like i'm sitting through this entire episode of clara to catch five minutes of danny like this right. is annoying and it's so the the thing that i was noticing having gone through all the danny episodes is you know we we talk about how often we see unmoored black characters like yes. we see characters black characters that have no family that yep. have no anyone around them anything and then have like now with Danny we have someone that actually has no character yes on top of that and then when you actually look through the season that he was in Mm -hmm. you have at least two other black characters that were introduced by name Mm -hmm. we have Courtney yes and we have Riggsy both of them have way more character than Danny ever had. Who is the love interest of right, the companion. Right. And then we we know that Courtney is going places apparently because doesn't she become president or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And I actually really love that character. I did too. I liked her. And the thing, I, I remember being really disappointed when I finally saw Class and I was like, oh, have Courtney. It's Colonial right. Academy and it wasn't Courtney and I was like, man. Really? Just have it be her. Like, she's so fun. Yeah. And like, you know, I know we're talking about Danny, but like one of my favorite things that she ever does because I don't like Clara and I don't like those people that um, you know like one of the the biggest gripes of my life is people that like instantly pretend they know you Mm -hmm. you know that they're like hey overly familiar overly familiar I do not like that and so when they go to the moon um, Clara says to Courtney call me Clara and she says no I'll just call you miss right like Like, I'm not we're not friends no no and I love that moment so much but yeah like just in two episodes Courtney ends up defining herself as having so much more character yeah, than yeah, Clara yeah. well I almost said Clara um, than Danny. Danny does yeah. um, and it's so frustrating and then Riggsy does as well like Riggsy he was in one episode yeah. um, and it's the thing that annoyed me is that it took me forever to realize and I think this is him that 
he was in that flatline episode, which I actually found kind of cool. It's the one that everyone gets absorbed in the graffiti. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And then later, he's the one that comes back in the face of the Raven. I think that's him. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, he's he's a character they should have put more into, like, I do think, because they made him important to the plot. Yeah, yeah. But he had more character in his little finger than Danny did. And it's just like... And it's unfortunate because the actor himself seemed like he was capable of right. doing more than what we got out of him and it was so frustrating because i found myself wondering you know like we we love talking about timelines we love talking yes. about alternate futures what would it have been like if danny was actually the companion yeah to peter capaldi's doctor because those interactions um and i don't remember if this was oh yeah this was in the um the episode where um the doctor was the janitor yes yes um and how much he pushed back against the doctor yeah and he called them he called him the officer mm-hmm. and how compelling those interactions were and how they were easy Easily, way more compelling than anything they were. They were way, that Clara, way more interesting. Right, yes. Clara and Capaldi ever were. Yes, and so like I just. You know, this is something that the show has tipped around, tiptoed around for a few seasons now of the doctor as general, the doctor mm-hmm. as companion, uh, uh, as um, commander of an army. You yeah. Know? Um, and like they, this was their opportunity to actually say something about it. And they never and did. They, didn't. they started the conversation and the character, like they had the character that could have led to this whole. And they dropped it. Yeah, they completely dropped it. And you see that the doctor has such contempt for soldiers. Like right. he makes a big deal about the fact that Danny was a soldier. Um, and why would you, why would you want to be with somebody who was a soldier? Like he yeah. makes this whole big deal about that. And again, we we don't get any follow through from right. that but but that episode irritated me so badly <laughs> for many reasons one of which though is the doctor's insistence on the fact that Danny had to be a PE teacher yeah like he has to be a gym teacher and why even though Danny says over and over and over I'm a math teacher Clara reminds him I'm a math teacher and he literally says oh no I I can't remember that that's not going to stick in my head you can't possibly be a math teacher and me the black woman is like and why not Mm -hmm. like I'm screaming at the the top and I'm sure I'm sure they would say because he was a soldier and you know you're supposed to think of soldiers as being very physical or whatever but what it reads is this black man could not possibly be a math teacher Mm -hmm. as if he's not intelligent enough to do that as if that's something that black men don't do you know we see the doctor saying oh I figured this was your boyfriend the little dude who I guess was supposed to look something like like Matt Smith Smith did as the doctor though he did not at all no um he was just wearing a bow tie right like it's like okay you don't look anything like at all but it just never he would never have seen this character this black man as clara's boyfriend right. like that would never have occurred to him right and that irritated the mess out of me i'm like do you not see how this reads do you not see how this looks that the one black man has to be the gym teacher and would never be the person that you think of as the possible boyfriend of clara although they're around the same age and you see lots of them talking to each other and spending time together 
it never occurred to right, you. Right, and it comes it keeps coming back too because um later on in in like the ensuing episodes, there are moments where the doctor essentially says, like, oh, you'll earn maths yet, you mm-hmm. know, like you'll get there, you know, and it's just sort of like, what are you trying mm-hmm. to say? What are you say? trying to say? What like please, please explain, you know? Yep. And it's it's so frustrating to see this in the show because um well <laughs> You know, we we complain a lot and we talk a lot about um, the way people are portrayed on the show. But I, you know, we want progress. You yes. Know? And this is a giant leap backwards. Yes. You know, and like I just it frustrates me that with the consideration. Well, and even with the other black characters on this season too, Riggsy mm-hmm. is on some sort of work detail mm-hmm. um, for some for graffiti. Right. Um, Courtney has been labeled a what was it? Uh, a disruptive influence. <laughs> yes. Like, okay, so the only other black like, character. So she's the seen, bad kid in yeah. the school. Hmm, really? Yeah. Um, and it's just sort of like, um, you know, like, I, I don't know. I want progress. I yeah. really, really do. And like, we, like, just to see this over and over again, um, is just, it's just too much. And this is why representation isn't enough, right? right? Because people will tell you, well, it is progress. You had three, like, really, um, not well known isn't the, isn't what I'm trying to say, but three very active black characters in this season. Right. And so you should be happy about mm-hmm. that. You know, but- you got three named black characters. Mm-hmm. It's not good enough, though, if one of those characters really is just an empty shell Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have much going on. And one of the characters is a delinquent. Right. And one of the characters is scrubbing graffiti. Like, that's not enough to say. But we had three big black characters. What's the problem? Right. You know, and that's why numbers aren't exactly what we mean when we're talking about diversity. Right. And a lot of it we keep saying and we're starting to see uh, like we're seeing uh, like across other media too. Mm -hmm. um, people starting to say, no, you you need to have the people of color in the writer's room. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's the most important thing is that like, you know, the actors do what they're told. They're not going to sit there and be like, well, shouldn't my character not be this empty shell of a stereotype of an archetype or whatever. Um, Like it's the writers that are Mm -hmm. going to do that. And so like, you know, we like we've seen, and we actually spend a little time talking about this too. um, The, the, the response to the response from the Simpsons. to um, A poo. poo, Mm -hmm. um, After, um, Oh God, who was it? Was it Hari Kondabalu? Yes. Yes. That created, uh, that made a, um, uh, the documentary documentary Mm -hmm. about a poo. um, And, you know, the Simpsons themselves, like within the show, did not address it. Yeah. I, when, when they did, they addressed it terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Hank Azaria went on a talk yes, show and yes. said, you know, in TV, we say that, you know, true inclusion means that the writers are actually yes. like, they're the ones that are putting forth the stories. You know, the the people of color need to be represented in the writer's room to make sure that these perspectives are thought of you know or considered or represented and that's you know i just kind of throw my hands up because it's just sort of like you know if this is something that people know already because like you know the way hank azaria said it it's something that we know right what what it means to be inclusive and what that looks like in a finished product and we're just not doing it you know and it's just 
come on, you know, it's so ugh, I can't deal with it. Uh, I, <laughs> and you feel like you shouldn't have to have these conversations in 2018. Um, although, you know, if we weren't having these conversations in 2018, there'd be no woke Dr. Who, <laughs> right? True. But you do think to yourself that we shouldn't have to have these conversations where you say to people is not just using some blank character and giving it a black face Mm -hmm. that is going to address the need for diversity, right? Mm -hmm. You have to actually write black characters. Mm -hmm. So I think about it. I think about Danny and I think about so many other characters and so many other shows as being kind of like when they had the beginnings of black Barbie, where it was very clear that this was just the same mold you use for the white Barbie. (laughs) You just put brown plastic in it. Right. And that's kind of how that feels. Right. And you can tell the difference between when a black writer has created a character and when a white writer has created a character and is like, oh, we could just let a black person play mm-hmm. this. Right. That's kind of how it feels. It falls flat. They say all kinds of questionable stuff because it didn't occur to them that this isn't going to land. Mm-hmm. Like us saying, why would he be a math teacher? He can't possibly be a math teacher is going to read as a stereotypical racist response to a black man in a position of, you know, education and being kind of the learned person in the room. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's going to think anything about that because the writer himself is not a black person. And so has no experience with the stereotypes against black people, mm-hmm. a black person immediately would have said, oh, no, 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 we mm-hmm. can't have the doctor say that yeah. because it's going to look bad. Yeah. We need more people behind the scenes, writing things, casting people. Mm-hmm. We need the people who know who we are in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and and not that's not just for black people. You know, if we're talking about characters like queer characters right Mm -hmm. we need to have lesbian gay trans people in the writing room if we want to have women of color on the camp on screen then we need to have Mm -hmm. women of color in the writing room women of color directors like look what queen sugar looks like Mm -hmm. look what insecure looks like Mm -hmm. look what atlanta looks like right Mm -hmm. when black people are in charge of programs and we have black characters you can say to yourself as a black person you say i can tell a black person wrote that right right because we know ourselves right as opposed to having a white person who writes something and then just says let's throw a black person in right right to show that we're not racist right you can tell you can tell the difference right and it was just it was very strange it came out of left field for me that why would why would claire's boyfriend be black why is that a thing like we're just we're doing it to be like look what we can do like right. we're so we're not racist we're here so in England. Progressive. yeah we're not like, racist here yeah, in england race isn't an issue uh, <laughs> and how many times i've had actually english white folks say that like uh, that's an american thing race isn't as big of an issue here as it is over there and then i say how many black brits have you talked to <laughs> you can always tell the difference because Black Brits don't say that to me. Mm -hmm. They don't Mm -hmm. say, oh, no, racism isn't a thing we go through Mm -hmm. here. That's an American thing. Only white Brits say that. And, you know, we're starting to see more and more visibility, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, Legally Black UK. Mm -hmm. um, This is a group of very, very actually young kids. Right. um, That had started this campaign where they were putting up 
posters of their friends um, sort of recast in the roles of like iconic British characters. Yes. So there was a black woman Doctor Who and mm-hmm. they put it up at a bus stop. There was a black Harry Potter Harry cast. Potter, yeah. There was a black Skins cast, yeah. you know? And so you can't tell me that race isn't an issue because why look, would they have to do yes, that? Like exactly. why would that be a whole and thing? Like, you're just ignoring it because like we, like Idris Elba has been very, very vocal about the fact that he didn't make it an until he inch. came to America. Yes, yeah. in the UK and until he came to the U.S. Yep. Like, no. that you No. Yep, yep. I do not accept it's it. It's like, uh, come on. And and it's always a, no, oh, it's more about class. No. 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 <laughs> and we have those in America, too, people who swear that it's not about race anymore. It's about class. Yeah, mm. no, no. No. That's not a whole, that's not a whole thing. And even if it was, start asking yourself why the folks on the bottom are the black folks mm-hmm. like if if it's a class issue then why are we the ones who are populating the lower classes right. let's think like let's think about that i don't oh. think it is just a class issue um so yeah yeah we you can tell that danny was not written by a black person yeah you can absolutely tell yeah and he is um let's let's talk a little bit about his death too because you know this was the first of two black characters in the past few years Mm -hmm. that was turned into a cyber cyber man yeah and like there's a lot in there to unpack so if we think about who the cybermen are what they are they're essentially zombies you know they they don't have any emotion they consume they delete like all of this they assimilate that's zombies yes. and like you know it was never more clear than in those two episodes that Danny was in mm-hmm. because you know um, what what is it they talked about the weakness of the human race is that there are more dead people mm-hmm. than alive, than alive yeah. and so yeah there there's your zombie comparison right there so what does it mean when you keep turning black people into zombies what are you trying to do here right when they're just bodies yes and their soul their spirit their minds have basically been removed Okay, so what is it that you're saying that you think about black people, Mm -hmm. um, where our value lies, Mm -hmm. that we are just we're mindless soldiers. Mm -hmm. Um, We are just valued for our bodies because you wipe us clean of anything else that makes us human. Okay, so we don't have any emotions. We don't have any souls. We don't have any attachment to the things that actually is what a human is and not just the skin of us. Right. And you reduce us literally to our skin like Mm -hmm. that. We're just bodies Mm -hmm. is is that what you think about black people is that like because to white people humanity the normal human is a white person Mm -hmm. and then everybody else is some anomaly thereof right right and so the thing that makes black people different from white people is just that our skin is darker Mm -hmm. (laughs) right it just is just about skin Mm -hmm. there's no no care for who this man is Mm -hmm. inside for his wants his desires his dreams his goals he's literally reduced to just a walking dead thing yep yeah and they do the same thing to bill yep yeah, she's just she just becomes a walking dead thing, mm-hmm. and of course they're not the only people that have ever been turned into Cybermen. Like no. in the very 
uh, what was it? The first tenant season. Yes, yes, we see yes. that woman, Yvonne, or oh, actually, we see Martha. We see Martha <laughs> because she wasn't huh. Martha then. Right. Martha's cousin. Was, yeah, I forget yeah. her name, but yeah, yeah. But uh, and then we see her boss get turned into a Cyberman, mm-hmm. and in the Danny's episode, we see um, Bri- like we see in yeah. quotes, and don't really see um, Brigadier Lethbridge Seward yes, get yes. turned into a Cyberman too. Okay, what? That's still like honestly, like when you talk about how many white people there have been in the show and talk about how many black people have been in the show and then how many of those black people have been turned into Cybermen. Yes. Like, <laughs> and two big on. black characters. Right. So, and so in the next, like the same two arcs, the same doctor, mm-hmm. right? You get Clara's black boyfriend, mm-hmm. Cyberman. The doctor's black companion, mm-hmm. Cyberman. Mm-hmm. The same doctor. And so you think to yourself like, Dude, Moffat, you couldn't have come up with an with a different story out of all of the monsters in all of the back years of Doctor Who. You come back to the Cyberman mm-hmm. over and over again and you keep doing it with black characters. What are you saying about mm-hmm. how you feel about black people? And let's not even go back down the road of what happened to Bill. Um having to understand the reasons why she should be killed. Um, And so that's what you're saying to me as a black woman. That's what I'm receiving from these episodes that their lives mean nothing. Mm -hmm. They mean absolutely nothing. They can be gutted and just walk around They're They're monsters. They're robots. They are nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's what it reads to me. That's, and that's how I feel you feel mm-hmm. about black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's it's frustrating because from beginning to end, Danny was a device. Yeah. He was simply a plot device. Yeah. And that is unacceptable, honestly. Because like I said, think about how many black characters there have ever been. Mm-hmm. And then you think about how many have been made into devices. You know, it's just... Like just, he's not even a person. Right. He has no agency whatsoever. None. Because every any piece of agency he had was swept up in Clara. Yes. You know? Yes. And that's... Even his relationship with Clara was an entire lie. Right. You know, we see that she's lying to him rampantly right you know through at least the first half yeah. of their relationship she's lying to the point that when she decides that she she's all in she yeah. has to have a map of post-its to figure out what lies she has or hasn't told yes. To him yes Ugh, it's ridiculous and he yeah. actually says to her do you think i'm a moron like she she lies to his face while he's looking like he's seen what is going on and she goes um um, we're rehearsing a play. Like mm-hmm. she's a she's a bald faced <laughs> liar. She mm-hmm. lies directly to his face, and he says, "Okay, I'm not an idiot. Right? I see what's going on here." And so, yeah, it's not even he doesn't even have agency in the relationship that he has with her because he didn't go into it eyes open, knowing what he was getting into, nope. and she lies her entire way through, and yet. She's supposedly in love with him. There's supposedly this big love story. Like there's an there's this big love affair between them mm-hmm. where they have children and stuff. When when did that happen? Because at what point do you stop lying to him, trying to manage him, mm-hmm. trying to control his part in your life, trying to be everything to the doctor and everything to him? Like when when did an actual relationship happen right. between the two of you? Mm-hmm. It just, it, it didn't. Mm-mm. It didn't. Yeah. It was told, not shown. E- exactly and right. <laughs> like, honestly, we 
we come to watch things that are shown to us. <laughs> like we're just supposed to take it for granted us. that sometime <laughs> in between the episodes, they've been having a rousing romance. Like we're just supposed to figure that out. Right. And it's so frustrating because like, I keep thinking about um, Danny makes me think of fanfic, right? Mm. Because like whenever they write fanfic and they write everyone out of character and they've turned like a lot of times, like male characters in straight fanfic get turned into like someone who's just so utterly completely consumed with their love for the woman that oh, it's just Lord. kind of like their whole, their right. whole character whole reason is for being. Yeah. Like, and that's all they do. And it's just, they even if they've taken them out of you know like what what it is that character was made for mm-hmm. you know like they 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 completely shift it to like no now their motivation is this person yeah <laughs> and yeah. danny danny is like a fanfic character he's just like a nothing like he's just there to be like clara's whatever <laughs> i still don't know what it is right like her be. what her I what i don't know I really don't know because like like I, I think back to that last Christmas episode when she's cuddled up with him mm-hmm. and he's all excited and dressed as Santa and whatever. I'm just sort of like, what uh, what is this? I don't know what this is because mm-hmm. I've never seen them have those interactions. Like, yeah. The, uh, where, Nothing where felt romantic about them. No, not at all. You know, even those little clips we have of them on their dates. Nothing ever feels like it like gels like there's a very romantic vibe. There's no nothing sexy about right. it. Like they have no chemistry right. at all. So why are we invested in this relationship? Right. They don't even seem to be invested no. in it. <laughs> no, because it's all about Clara. Like everything that every episode that Clara is ever in is all about yeah. Clara. Yeah. It's not even about the doctor. anymore. And that was my huge problem with her character, yes. because somehow Doctor Who became Clara and the doctor you know it was no longer about the doctor himself it was about Clara and all the ways in which she's amazing and perfect and wonderful and impossible and she carries this crotchety old man around with her like that's what it became right and then when you start thinking about like um you know like outside of just you know what we see in the show like these people are actors right yeah they have their own like need for their livelihood yes so when you go on a show that as many people watch as doctor who um you expect it to be a launching point Mm -hmm. right but when you have not been given anything to act you know, uh, like, yeah. what are you supposed to do? And so, like, okay, well, you know, we see that Clara with Jenna Louise Coleman is yeah. getting lots of work. Yes. But what about the actor that played Danny Pink? What was his name? I forget the ca- actor's name. I um, don't remember. Some uh, very normal name. I can't. Like, we got to look and it up now. <laughs> we do not do. We don't, we don't do research. But, well, it's not even that, though. It's the fact that they've never yeah they did they just didn't say anything about him right like samuel anderson samuel anderson yeah and the fact that he i haven't seen him in many other roles after this i was gonna say that like have you seen him in anything else because i haven't no and like you know he's probably not a bad actor but we literally never see him really act yeah you know because he didn't get to show what he could do right right and that's something that's that's really not okay that you know there are already so few opportunities for black actors yes and then you 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 put someone on a show and it's seen by millions of bajillions of people and you expect, you know, it could have been star making and it wasn't right. 
Yeah, it wasn't at all. And so what did he get out of this? And what did the audience get out of it? It didn't further any stories. Um, It didn't. It wasn't a great love affair. Mm -hmm. It it wasn't fun to watch. No, it was at all. So I don't understand what we even got out of it. Yeah, the show did both Danny Pink and Samuel Anderson wrong. A, a huge disservice. And honestly, it was a disservice to Jenna. Yeah. Because Clara is a disservice to Jenna mm-hmm. because I don't dislike the actress. No. But I completely dislike that character. They didn't do anything for her. This could have been something to soften Clara. It could have gotten us to know her better. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have seen her in a different relationship than the one she had with the doctor and we could have gotten to know her better we could have known what does clara want out of life does she want to be a wife does she want to be a mother does she want to have relationships is she somebody who's naturally romantic Mm -hmm. is she aggressive in relationships um we could have seen so much about her through her relationship with danny we could have come to like her more right nothing nope nothing So it didn't do any service to Clara. It didn't do any service to Danny. And honestly, it didn't do any service to the doctor Mm -mm. because all of his interactions with Danny just annoyed me and made me irritated with him and his contempt and his disdain for this black man. Mm -hmm. So, oh, it was just a bad idea all around. Danny Pink was a bad, badly executed idea all around. It could have been much, much better. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. And with that, <laughs> uh, I think we have to wrap this one up because unfortunately we have nothing nice to say <laughs> about this character other than he's nice looking. Yeah, he's very nice looking. Good looking dude. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's the positive to it. So we're going to wrap up this episode on Danny Pink by saying, we don't want to go. No, we don't want to go. Uh, but, but we have, we to. have to. And we'll come back with a happier episode <laughs> next time. Bye, you guys. Bye.